0: A reading from the Shepherd of Hermas, beginning with the fifth mandate. Mandate 5 Be, said he, long-suffering and prudent, and you shall have power over all evil deeds and shalt do all righteousness. For if you are courageous, the Holy Spirit which dwells in you will be pure, not obscured by another evil spirit, but will dwell at large and rejoice in and be glad with the body in which it dwells, and will serve God in great cheerfulness, having well-being in itself; but if any ill temper enter, at once the Holy Spirit, which is delicate, is oppressed, finding the place impure, and seeks to depart out of the place; for it is choked by the evil spirit, having no room to serve the Lord as it will, but is contaminated by the bitterness. For the Lord dwells in long-suffering, and the devil dwells in ill-temper. If, therefore, both spirits dwell in the same place, it is unprofitable and evil for that man in whom they dwell. For if you take a little wormwood, and pour into it a jar of honey, is not the whole honey spoilt? And a great quantity of honey is ruined by very little wormwood, and it spoils the sweetness of the honey. And it has no longer the same favor with the master, because it has been mixed. And he has lost its use. But if no wormwood be put into the honey, the honey is found to be sweet and becomes valuable to the master. You see that long-suffering is very sweet, surpassing honey, and is valuable to the Lord and he dwells in it. But ill-temper is bitter and useless. If therefore ill-temper be mixed with courage, the courage is defiled, and its intercession is no longer valuable before God. I would like, sir, said I, to know the working of ill temper, that I may be preserved from it. Indeed, said he, if you do not keep from it, both you and your house, you have destroyed all your hope. But keep from it, for I am with you, and all shall refrain from it who repent with all their heart, for I will be with them, and will preserve them, for all have been made righteous by the most revered angel. Hear, then said he. The working of ill-temper, and how evil it is, and how it destroys the servants of God by its working, and how it leads them astray from righteousness. But it does not lead astray those who are filled with faith, nor can it work evil to them, because my power is with them, And it, but it leads astray those who are vain and double-minded. And when it sees such men in tranquility, It forces its way into the heart of that man, and the man or woman is made bitter out of nothing because of daily business, or of food, or of some trifle, or about some friend, or about giving, or receiving, or about some such foolish matters. For all these things are foolish, and vain, and meaningless, and unprofitable to the servants of God. But long-suffering is great and mighty and has steadfast power and prospers in great breadth it's joyful glad without care glorifying the lord at every time has nothing bitter in itself but remains ever meek and gentle therefore This long-suffering dwells with those who have faith in perfectness. But ill-temper is first foolish, frivolous, and silly. Then from silliness comes bitterness. From bitterness, wrath. From wrath, rage. From rage, fury. Then fury, being compounded of such great evils, becomes great and inexpiable sin. For when these spirits dwell in one vessel, where also the Holy Spirit dwells, There is no room in that vessel, but it is overcrowded. Therefore the delicate spirit, which is unaccustomed to dwell with an evil spirit or with hardness, departs from such a man and seeks to dwell with gentleness and quietness. Then, when it departs from that man where it was dwelling, that man becomes empty of the righteous spirit. And for the future is filled with the evil spirits and is disorderly in all his actions being dragged here and there by the evil spirits, and is wholly blinded from goodness of thought. Thus then it happens with all who are ill-tempered. Abstain then from ill-temper, that most evil spirit, but put on long-suffering and withstand ill-temper, and be found with the holiness which is beloved of the Lord. See then that you forget not this commandment, For if you master this commandment, you will also be able to keep the other commandments, which I am going to give you. Be strong in them, and strengthen yourself, and let all strengthen themselves who wish to walk in them. Mandate 6. I commanded you, said he, in the first commandment to keep faith and fear and continence. Yes, sir, said I. But now I wish, said he. To explain also their qualities, that you may understand that it is the quality of each and its working, for their working is of two sorts. They relate then to the righteous and to the unrighteous. Do you therefore believe the righteous, but do not believe the unrighteous? For that which is righteous has a straight path, for that which is unrighteous a crooked path. But do you walk in the straight path, but leave the crooked path alone? For the crooked path has no road but rough ground and many stumbling blocks, and is steep and thorny. It is therefore harmful to those who walk in it. But those who go in the straight path walk smoothly and without stumbling, for it is neither rough nor thorny. You see, then, that it is better to walk in this path. It pleases me, sir, said I, to walk in this path. You shall do so, said he, and whoever turns to the Lord with all his heart shall walk in it. Hear now, said he, concerning faith. There are two angels with man, one of righteousness and one of wickedness. How then, sir, said I, shall I know their workings because both angels dwell with me? Listen, said he, and understand them. The angel of righteousness is delicate and modest and meek and gentle. When then he comes into your heart, he at once speaks with you of righteousness, of purity, of reverence, of self-control, of every righteous deed, and of all glorious virtue. When all these things come into your heart, know that the angel of righteousness is with you. These things, then, are the deeds of the angel of righteousness, Therefore believe him and his works. Now see also the works of the angel of wickedness. First of all, he is ill-tempered and bitter and foolish, and his deeds are evil, casting down the servants of God. Whenever, therefore, he comes into your heart, know him from his works. "I, I do not understand, sir, said I, how to perceive him. Listen, said he. When ill-temper or bitterness come upon you, know that he is in you. Next, the desire of many deeds and the luxury of much eating and drinking and many feasts and various and unnecessary foods and the desire of women and covetousness and haughtiness and pride and whatsoever things are akin and like to these. When, therefore, these things come into your heart, know that the angel of wickedness is with you. When, therefore, you know his deeds, Keep from him, and do not trust him, because his deeds are evil and unprofitable for the servants of God. You have therefore the workings of both the angels. Understand them, and believe the angel of righteousness, but keep from the angel of wickedness, because his teaching is evil in every act. For though a man be faithful... If the thought of that angel arise in his heart, it must be that that man or woman commit some sin. But again, though a man or woman be very evil, if there rise in his heart the deeds of the angel of righteousness, it must needs be that he do some good act. You see, therefore, said he, that it is good to follow the angel of righteousness, but to keep away from the angel of wickedness. This commandment makes plain the things of the faith, that you may believe the works of the angel of righteousness, and by doing them live to God. But believe that the works of the angel of wickedness are bad. By not doing them, therefore, you shall live to God. Fear, said he, the Lord, and keep his commandments. By keeping, therefore, the commandments of God, you shall be strong in every act, and your conduct be Shall be beyond compare. For by fearing the Lord you shall do all things well. And this is the fear with which you must fear and be saved. But the devil do not fear. For by fearing the Lord you have power over the devil. Because there is no might in him. For where there is no might neither is there fear. But where there is glorious might there is also fear. For everyone who has might gains fear, but he who has not might is despised by all. But fear the works of the devil, because they are evil. If therefore you fear the Lord, you shall not do them, but depart from them. There are therefore two sorts of fear. For if you wish to do that which is evil, fear the Lord, and you shall not do it. But on the other hand, if you wish to do that which is good, Fear the Lord, and you shall do it. So the fear of the Lord is mighty and great and glorious. Therefore fear the Lord, and you shall live in him. And whosoever shall fear him and keep his commandments shall live to God. Wherefore, sir, said I, do you say of those who keep his commandments they shall live to God? Because, said he, the whole creation fears the Lord, but it does not keep His commandments. Those, therefore, who fear Him and observe His commandments, it is they who have life with God. But as for those who do not observe His commandments, neither have they life in Him. I told you, Mandate 8, that the creatures of God "'are twofold, and temperance is also twofold. "'For from some things we must refrain, "'and from some things not. "'Let me know, sir,' said I, "'from what, what from what we must have refrained, and from what not. "'Listen,' said he, "'refrain from evil, and do not do it. "'But do not refrain from good, but do it. "'For if you refrain from doing good, you do great sin.' But if you refrain from doing evil, you do great righteousness. Refrain, therefore, from all evil and do good. What, sir, said I, are the wickednesses from which we must refrain? Listen, said he, from adultery and fornication, from the lawlessness of drunkenness, from evil luxury, from much eating and extravagance of wealth and boastfulness and haughtiness and pride, and from lying and evil speaking and hypocrisy, malice and all blasphemy. These deeds are the wickedest of all in the life of men. The servants of God must therefore refrain from these deeds, for he who does not refrain from these cannot live to God. Hear therefore what follows on these things. But sir, said I, "'Are there still other evil deeds?' "'Yes,' said he. "'There are many from which the servant of God must refrain. "'Theft, lying, robbery, false witness, covetousness, evil desire, deceit, "'vainglory, pride, and whatever is like to these. "'Do you not think that these are wicked?' "'Yes, very wicked,' said I. "'For the servants of God. "'From all these he who is serving God must refrain.' Refrain, therefore, from all these, that you may live to God, and be enrolled with those who refrain from them. These, then, are the things from which you must refrain. But now hear the things from which you must not refrain, but do them, said he. Do not refrain from that which is good, but do it. And explain to me, sir, said I, the power of the things which are good, that I may walk in them and serve them that by doing them I may be saved. Listen then, said he, to the deeds of goodness, which you must do and not refrain from them. First of all, faith, fear of God, love and harmony, words of righteousness, truth, patience. Then these, there is nothing better in the life of man. If any man keep these things and do not refrain from them, he becomes blessed in his life. Next, hear the things which follow, to minister to widows, to look after orphans and the destitute, to redeem from distress the servants of God, to be hospitable, for in hospitality may be found the practice of good, to resist none, to be gentle, to be poorer than all men, to reverence the aged, to practice justice, to preserve brotherhood, to submit to insult, to be brave to bear no malice, to comfort those who are oppressed in spirits, not to cast aside those who are offended in the faith, but to convert them and give them courage, to reprove sinners, not to oppress poor debtors and whatever is like to these things. Do you not think, said he, that these things are good? Yes, sir, said I, for what is better than these things? Walk then, said he. In them, and do not refrain from them, and you shall live to God. Keep, therefore, this commandment, if you do good, and do not refrain from it. You shall live to God, and all who act so shall live to God. And again, if you do not do that which is wicked, and refrain from it, you shall live to God. And all shall live to God, who keep these commandments, and walk in them. Thus ends the reading.